This is President Jason Wright, and you're listening to Ramblin' About Washington. everybody to my first post-game live stream Washington football team lost another fucking game today and I got some friends with me so they can drown in their misery with me I got my guy from the Kirby on sports podcast Josh Kirby here with me welcome to the show buddy Rhea thanks for having me bud appreciate it all right and I got my guy Boomer Ricky from the Hell from the West Coast podcast here with me as well. What's going on, man? How's it feel What's over up, there in California? At least you get some hey, hours of got... the day to still enjoy it, right? We do. We got some nice weather right now, so you know I can't complain too much. But right, after watching that pathetic performance, all, right, let me see all I can got... do is enjoy the weather. Let me see what we got in the chat. We got my guy Justin Blunt in the chat. What's good? Austin. What's up, man? Redskins 170.84. Armand Brown. Let me put this up here. The Washington Trash Compactors, we suck this year. 100% correct. We suck, but I'm glad we can all be in here and we can just call this like a group therapy session. And where do we even start? I will let you guys start because I have a lot to say and I feel a lot about what I just witnessed today. And where we, where should we start? Should we start with the defense or Heineke? I, I feel like... We know the defense is bad. The defense isn't there. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I am so sick of people saying that Taylor Heineke is a franchise quarterback. This guy proves week in and week out that he is not. Yes, yeah. he has led some good comebacks against some shitty-ass teams. But what happens when we get up against a good defense? The same shit. He's late to throws. He's got a noodle for a fucking arm. And he's just making horrible decisions. We got right. lucky that he didn't have five picks today. Oh, two, very two lucky. He could have he could have had six or seven. Like, it could have been one of those Romo classics today. And like you just said, noodle arm and late on throws. Those things are the complete antithesis of each other. To be late on throws and have the luxury to be able to do so, you have to have a strong arm so you can put the ball on a rope. He didn't see the field. He left so many plays on the field. It looked like... Terry was being strapped by Marshawn Lattimore. I promise you, he was not. He was, he was not, open no. all day, and the quarterback did not see him. And, man, like, this was all the humbling and reality checks that we needed regarding this guy. Fun story. Fun talent. Fun story. But limited talent arm-wise. And it should show you this is not our answer. Josh, how did you feel about Heineke's performance today? Um, Heineke, I mean, he, like you said, Rio, he just wasn't seeing the field. I mean, I saw plenty of times where he threw the deep ball where he could have dumped it off to a wide open receiver, stuff like that, that young inexperienced quarterbacks that need to take the time to improve on. And, uh, unfortunately some of those errors cost him in interceptions and, um, not, throwing the ball far enough um, in that goal line play to Seals Jones, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. to get that interception too. I mean, I, I, I just feel like Taylor Haneke has a lot of improvement 
there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I mean, yes. Um, I mean, he has led some comebacks, yes. But overall, we need the Washington football team needs a solid quarterback that can produce week in and week out with little to no inconsistencies. Yeah, because sometimes you have to let the quarterback put the team on your back because great teams do it. Like, I know we keep saying defense, defense, defense. Well, look look how fast. Shout out to my guy, Jet, my, my guy Terry. We went to high school together. Freedom High School was good. It says he has proved against any defense worth shit. He can't be. Exactly. Uh, late throws. I got my guy Armand Brown. He floats his passes. Yeah, everything is a duck. It kind of looks like. Once Peyton had the neck fusion surgery and he had no arm left, everything is sailing on him and just, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like Taylor Heineke, like there's no excuses for how he played today. And if you guys want to view him in the lens of maybe he could be the starter here long-term one day, then you cannot, you cannot excuse how he played today. The Saints are not a good team. Danny Dimes, Daniel fucking Jones threw for 400 yards on this same team last week. The only player I think I would even fathom giving a game ball today is Antonio Gibson because in the limited attempts he got to touch the ball today, he scored two touchdowns. Had, what, 70 yards or so? But, you know... We got down to the red zone. We get three interceptions. I mean, we get three turnovers in the first half. It felt like we got zero points off of those turnovers. We got great field goal position. We got we get the ball at the thirty yard line, and we don't. Like, I'm just I'm so I'm so goddamn frustrated right now. now what were you gonna say here's the thing. Go ahead. Uh, the thing with Heineke is he's not young. If we were getting this out of a 21, 21 or twenty two year old rookie, okay. You know, I'll give him some time to grow. What's Heineke, 28, 29 years old? Yeah, 28, 29. He's been in the league. He's been traveling. Know. No, he hasn't been he's, been he's been out the league, too. Exactly. <laughs> he, he's been out the league. He had time with the Vikings. You know, he's been with Turner's offense. I can't make excuses for the guy. There, there yeah. comes a time where you just have to step up and be a quarterback. He makes good decisions at times. He can put us on his back at times. But he can't do it when we need it the most. In games like today, when we play the Saints, next week against the Chiefs, do you oh think my Heineke God. is going to lead us to it? We're going to need 50 points. Are you counting on 50 points from Heineke? Oh, my God. You just reminded me that we play the fucking Chiefs next week. I don't even want to utter the word Kansas City Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes right now because, like, Jameis Winston just looked like Tom Brady today. Like, eating his W's. Eating his he, oh, he, oh, he ate all the W's today because – I heard all offseason people tell me Jameis sucks. Jameis isn't good. And per usual, the get right boys got another team right. The slump busters got another team right. Jameis has not looked right since week one when they lit the Packers the fuck up. He comes in today and gives us a little bit under 300 and four touchdowns. Didn't Matt Ryan give us four touchdowns last week? Mm -hmm. He did. And the Buffalo Bills the week before, Josh gave us five. Mm -hmm. four in a rushing so who the fuck are we supposed to stop i'm looking at the schedule right now i see kansas city coming into fedex next week i see us going up to lambeau field and then going to mile house stadium and then coming home to play the tom brady and the buccaneers why should i expect us to have a chance in any of these games i need an i need i need some optimism right now anybody in the chat or either of you two Please give me any calls for 
optimism in these next four games coming up? Uh, unfortunately, Rio, I don't have any optimism, but I will po- I will point out that um, I-, I assume most of us watching were pretty optimistic to start the game where Winston straight up threw the pick to Holcomb. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, I mean, the Saints shot themselves in the foot numerous amount of times. And that gave us as fans optimism that, hey. We might go out, we might convert big and win this football game. But another key in why Washington lost this game is because the mistakes the New Orleans Saints made, they could not capitalize. And that is a huge factor. If you're going to, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to capitalize on what the Saints made mistakes on. And I just did not see that happening. Yeah, we did not. We did not. Like, the one person we need to turn the ball over versus, like, Jameis Winston, we make him turn it over two times in the first half, and we get three points out of it. Like, you can't make this shit up. We we actually made him. <laughs> my guy, shout out to my guy Juan Gotti talking sports, popping YouTube channel. My young guy kills it. He does it. Love YouTube, bruh. And we all, we're all feeling this right now. My guy said, write the eulogy for the Chiefs game. Are they going to score 60-plus on us next week? Like, Mahomes, Armand said Mahomes will have a home game at FedEx. Oh, 100%. We, the fans, are not going to spend hard-earned money to see a Mahomes scrimmage warm-up. Yeah, some of us actually bought season tickets. I couldn't make it today for family-related reasons, but I'll probably be there next Sunday. And honestly, I'm probably there so I can see what a quarterback of that stature and ability looks like close up because I've never seen it wear this jersey. I've never seen it wear one of these. I saw a year of it in 2012, and it turned out to be fool's gold. My guy, Washington Red Wolf, shout out to you. Speaking of Red Wolf, it's about that time that we get a name update because ain't nothing on the football field to keep our attention span consumed right now so we need to get back we need to make in the brand pronto he said heineke is not the answer but he's not the problem unfortunately he's playing at his ceiling which is a qb2 all responsibility lands on ron what has ron done that warrants praise well ron has done things he shifted the team in the right direction but this whole culture thing that we hear every single day like at some point, you just got to put talent on the field and you got to get a knucklehead or an asshole or two on the team. Because at the end of the day, you need talent and personality and character is not going to win you games. Shout out to Jamin Davis for having impeccable character, being a military guy and a lunch pail guy. Has, did he fucking do anything today? Did you guys remember Jamin Davis's name being called today? Because I do not. Not much. Nope. I, I, I didn't hear much. All I heard was, you know, our, our DBs getting beat, excuses all over the place. It's today, finally, our, our front, you know, our D line stepped up. It's probably the best game they've played all year. But but what do we do for that? Our secondary can't do shit. We're letting oh Collins God. cover deep. Oh, yeah. Landon we're Collins the- covering Land- deep, the fastest Ooh. player on the Saints. I said it on my pod with my boy Buckles, the Saints fan this week. I said, p- take your pick for an obscure, no-name receiver, and he's going to go off on us this week. It was going to be Deontay Harris if he didn't get hurt because he goes for, what, a 72-yard touchdown on the yep. second possession of the game? Um, Marquez Callaway, 
He had about 80 yards and a couple touchdowns. Like, I just do not get it. Landon Collins, you were great in college. You're a great guy. You look up to Sean Taylor. You, in no way, shape, form, look like a Sean Taylor no. mentoree, uh, apprentice, or nothing. Honestly, at this point, I would not blame Ron Rivera for eating the dead money on his contract and just cutting bait because it's not like we could shop him around the league because who the fuck wants a strong safety making $84 million that can't tackle, can't cover, and refuses to step down into the box and just be a fucking linebacker because that's what he is right now. I don't know what to tell you. Armand says, is Cam Newton an option now? Absolutely not. I mean, it's he isn't, but I don't see why he wouldn't be because – what do we have right now that, like, yes, Heineke is showing us some things, but Cam Newton at least has a resume to sit on. He's not the same player. He's not Superman anymore. And I was the guy, I was the guy who said we should not look at Cam Newton. There's no reason Cam Newton's on the street and Geno Smith is starting games. Taylor Heineke is starting games. There are some bum-ass quarterbacks league-wide starting games. So who the hell am I to say we should not sign Cam Newton? Cam Newton, even as a pedestrian and not Superman, is probably the best in our QB room if he steps in right now. And that's with a washed arm and not as much explosion as he had in Carolina. But maybe that's a question we may have to ask ourselves at some point. My guy Terry said, Right. Character can't win. Dogs win. Chill on Jamin. He's a first round project player. Hey, I'm chill on Jamin, but I'm looking around league wide. I'm looking at Zayvon Collins. I'm looking at Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, who I wasn't a big fan of in the draft process. I was wrong. Y'all were right. I'm looking at Micah Parsons jump between playing inside backer and edge rusher for Dallas, and he has three and a half sacks, which is two and a half sacks more than our generational talent edge rusher Chase Young, who, congrats to him, got a strip sack today. And then everybody on Twitter, oh, keep that same energy. Um, Where are the Chase haters now? Nobody is a Chase hater. No. We want to see our talent produce he did get a strip sack today he did get close to Jameis a bunch of times today did he make a big impact on the game today I open the floor up to you guys y'all let me know I I mean early on yeah you know that that strip sack was nice you know it was good to see him finally get around the edge and and make a move you know to the inside but we we still need more out of him you know we need more out of him we need more out of Montez Sweat but we need our guys to get to the quarterback because clearly our secondary can't hold it down for us. If we're not getting to the quarterback on every other play, we're just going to keep getting beat. Our linebackers can't cover. Our safeties can't cover. Our corners can't cover. Who the fuck's going to cover? We got nobody. We got nobody. Right. And, and I like Jamin Davis, you know, and I think he's going to learn. I think he's going to be good. But you're a first-round draft pick. you got to step up and do something. Facts. you got guys in the second, third, fourth round stepping up, making impacts. We need it. And we need it now, now more than ever because we're, we're on our way to two and six right now. And I don't think we're going to have that same magic we had last year. Yeah, Something's got to happen, and it's got to happen now. It's got to happen right now. Josh, did you want to sp- expound on that point as well? No, I, I agree with uh, what he said there. But um, I do think um, that defense for Washington did play 
better, uh, more like the defensive line, because they did get in and they did create pressure for Jameis Winston. We really didn't see that in past weeks for the D-line. But the secondary, I mean, same secondary. It's just, they just can't cover they let deep passes go it's it's crazy and like it's painful <laughs> it's painful yes it's painful very much so painful we went into this season with so much optimism especially about the defense Everybody told us we were an elite defense. We were going to challenge the Bucks. The NFC East was ours. I was riding on this high horse. I predicted 10, 11 wins for the season. And my God, we are five games in. And once again, I'm potting with no color in the, in the pod because this is how it feels. These are the melancholy, miserable mood that we're in and we're forced to face here on Sundays. We beat a bad Falcons team last week, and I almost wasn't happy after the game because you can see the deficiencies. You can see what we're running into. And if you take a look at what the schedule looks like, I said all offseason, the schedule is a piece of paper. You win a division, you play whoever's on your schedule. Guess what? I was wrong about that because right now I'm looking at that schedule and I see a four to five win football team, which brings me to the next subject of the discussion. And we'll jump back into that shit game that we played today. Do you guys, is it a bad thing if we organically acquire a quarterback by winning four or five games? And with, what does that say towards the rebuild if we actually win four or five games and pick top three or four in the draft? I'm going to start with you, Josh. Well, I mean, that's tough. In my opinion, uh, last year I was against Washington going for a quarterback in the draft because I felt like the people in their room were, I mean, uh, experienced like the veteran leadership when they got Fitzpatrick and Heineke coming off that huge wild card when I was like, you might have something there, but obviously they didn't. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna have to go for quarterback. I mean, I mean, I hate to say, but every single year it seems like this team turns back to the discussion on who will lead this football team, and it's never great when you're always questioning who's gonna be your franchise guy, who will be the quarterback leading you for five, 10 years down the road, because Washington just has not seen that there's such a high turnover rate at that position. It's, it, it's crazy. So I feel like they need to start looking for somebody because at this point, I mean, Heineke's good, but I don't think yeah. he's in Washington's long-term future. He's a he's a decent Band-Aid, like not even like the top-end, like Walgreens Band-Aid. He's like the great value brand great value. Walmart Band-Aid that if you got a minor cut, you put it on there, it'll give you a couple hours of some yeah. relief. But yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Ricky. <laughs> Do you want to chime it, in on that? Here's my thing. When have we had an answer at quarterback? In the last 30 years, That's when have we question. had an answer? We haven't. We haven't. We have not. We, we all want to see this team win. But plain and simple, I, I'm not going to be pissed if we only win four games and we get a top 10 pick and get a quarterback because it needs to happen. And if we find a way to win eight or nine games, Ron has to make a move up to get a quarterback. We can't stop. We can't keep putting this off. 
That's we a can't great... be putting Band-Aids on. Heineke is not the answer. Fitzpatrick is not the answer. Look at all these teams who are finally taking that chance to go up and get a quarterback. What did the Chiefs do to go up and get Mahomes? They moved from, what, the late 20s up they to They moved 10? from, I believe, 27 up to 10, and the Texans moved up to 11 for Deshaun Watson from the 20s as well. But I will tell you guys, we are not picking in the 20s this year. No, we are not. Shout we out will to be lucky to pick in the – Outside of the top ten, honestly, at this rate, uh, actually, and that it, it wouldn't be, be lucky. No, that that no, because last year the fool's goal was that we won a division at seven and nine. We should be picking somewhere where a quarterback is in range. Shout out to my guy, the Hawk TV. This loss was out of a scene from Pootie Tang, Bad Time Burgers. Me and my cousin used to watch that shit every day and die laughing. It's one of the goofiest, dumbest, but hilarious movies. Shout out Chris Rock for that one. And my guy Armand says there aren't any first round arms in this draft. Whoa. Armand, love you. Malik Willis and Matt Corral and Carson Strong out of Nevada, they have some very live arms. There's nothing noodle about any of those arms. And there's athleticism and there's some talent there. Those, them including Howlin' Ritter, we need to get one of those five names I just mentioned in this upcoming class. There just isn't some prospect that's been lauded for years like a trevor lawrence or andrew luck from this class there are quarterback please take a look at the liberty tape and tell me malik willis is not a top three draft pick i don't care what school he went to if trey lance could go number four malik willis is going top three in this draft coming up my man said we had jason ah jason campbell also wasn't that good i don't think jason and and just our fucking luck we drafted jason campbell because Rodgers went the pick before us. Isn't that the most Washington shit you've ever heard? (laughs) (laughs) And you want to hear the worst part about that draft? We had a first-round pick earlier in that same draft, and we took Carlos Rodgers. Oh, my god, Carlos Rodgers. And while Aaron Rodgers is sweating in the fucking green room for seven hours because the draft coverage was worse back then, he's sitting in the green room sweating his ass off, and we took Carlos Rodgers, and then the real Rodgers we should have drafted goes one pick before us, and we get Jason Campbell, who is a great guy, who had some potential in a cannon, but let's not pretend like he would have ever been anything in this league. And that's why when he moved on, he also wasn't anything when he left and went to Cleveland and Oakland. Weak quarterback draft coming up. I don't think it's a weak quarterback draft. I just think that there's no – the names aren't – that they don't come with as much sizzle as the years before because from the years prior, there were a couple of names you were going into the year with and – it ended up being that way. But, you know, a couple of guys, they sneak into the picture and hop at the top of the first round every year. I'm telling you, go take a look at Matt Corral from Ole Miss, Malik Willis from Liberty, Car- um, Carson Strong from Nevada, Sam Howell from North Carolina, and Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, and tell me you don't see something. But, yeah, man, it, it, it this, this sucks. Like, we're five – I just – had so much optimism. We're like, oh, my God, new regime, new management, new coaching staff. The culture's heading in the right direction. For the first time in my life, we're going to be genuinely good. And five weeks into the fucking season, that balloon is already deflated. I can't find a win on the schedule for the next six weeks. Where's the win coming? And I can't even say Philly beat Carolina today. I thought Philly sucked. I thought Philly wasn't 
good. I thought Jalen Hurst was a bust. What the what, what? When do we win another game, fellas? When is the next win, win coming? Is it coming in Mile High? Is it coming in Denver? Denver. 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 I, I, I would say Denver. Yeah. Halloween, uh, Denver. So Teddy, is it Teddy Two Gloves or Drew Lock starting when we play him in Mile High? Teddy was activated today. Okay, they lost today, right? To the Steelers. Yes, correct. But Teddy was activated today. Mild concussion, but um, he was able to come back. But um, I, I do feel like with this Broncos team, not to get too off topic, but they won these games and were undefeated against teams who like haven't won a game or only won one game. So I, I, I feel like if Washington can – who knows what happens between now and Halloween, but I, I would circle Denver. I, I say that now too. I would say Denver. Uh, but watch, but who knows what could happen? Mm. They're going to go on a losing streak, and then they're, we're going to show up, and we're going to let them get right. And Teddy Bridgewater is going to play, and he's going to throw for 350 yards and five touchdowns. I, I don't know. This, that just seems like the story of our season. <laughs> You're right. We're, we're the can't get rights. I told you. Can't get rights. No, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're the can't get rights, and if you can't get right, you come here. Like I said on my Buffalo pot, we are the elixir, the antidote, the medicine, the cure of all ailments. If you have a problem that needs to be fine-tuned, come on down to FedEx Field, and we'll get you right. We're like the guy that you we're the guy that you're not going to marry, but we'll get you right for marriage. You come date us before you meet your actual husband. We're good luck, Chuck. That's yeah. who the Washington football team Chuck. is. Hell yeah, we make. Oh, yeah. And if you have if you've never had a, a breakout game in the NFL, come on down. Cordero Patterson, Marquez Calloway. Fucking Emmanuel Sanders, who hasn't played a good game since 2014. It is just sickening, man. Like, I don't want to be talking this negatively after five weeks of the season. But what the hell? Hawk said, I think we all drank the Kool-Aid. Oh, we all took shots of it. We guzzled it. We came back for seconds. We chugged it. And now we're throwing it up five weeks into the season. Terry, you definitely got to check out Malik Willis out of Liberty and Matt Corral out of Old Miss. Full of moxie, swagger, and Malik Willis has some Michael Vick to him, but I feel like he could be a much better passer than Vick. Yeah. And um, let's see. Remember when the Pats came to down years ago and put 59 on Washington? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was the 07 Pats that went undefeated. Um, how many well, points? Oh, yeah, I do is- remember that. Oh, yeah, that was the year where Moss caught like a 1,000 touchdowns. That was embarrassing. It does feel like that's going to – how many points let, – let's take a quick over-under. How many points are the Chiefs going to score in FedEx Field next week? 45. 45 is the over-under? 45. How about you, Josh? You think that's a good over-under for, for the Chiefs next week? <laughs> I'll do 55. Oh, my God. I'm going to take the over on both of you guys because right now I feel like Patrick Mahomes can do whatever he wants to. Like, it's to the point where – I think the Chiefs are so loaded offensively that Patrick Mahomes can stay in Kansas City and their backup, Chase Daniel, can come to Washington and put up 35 on us. That's the point where I'm at right now. I have no confidence in anything about this team. Jack Del Rio is a great defensive coordinator prior to this year because I don't know what the fuck he's doing right now. We're in a soft zone every play. Our safety help doesn't exist. I don't know what safety help even is. 
And I see a lot of people making a lot of money with no production. Landon Collins, William Jackson, Kendall Fuller. Not one of you is even playing decent right now. You're all playing like shit. What the hell is wrong with this defense, fellas? I don't think that, I, I really don't know the answer. You know, it, it's on all three levels. Like I said earlier, you know, the, the front D line stepped up a little <laughs> bit today. Um, but I don't know if we're just playing guys out of the wrong position. Uh, it's like we're, we're scared to bench anybody on the on the backside, you know, make some changes. We have to. What do we have to lose? Honestly, what do we have to lose? We know Collins is trash. I don't give a shit if he doesn't want to play linebacker. linebacker. Move his ass up. Make him. We're paying him. him, right? <laughs> right. Like, he doesn't make the fucking decisions. Mm-hmm. Make a change. Make something happen. Because if not, it is a lost season. And Del Rio should be on the hot seat. I, I like Del Rio. He you should. Know, I thought he came in and he made some adjustments on the defense and we were playing great. But I don't know what's going on this year. If it's the fucking off-season shit, if there's something going on between him and Rivera. No I don't know what it is. But we have too many defensive-minded coaches for our defense to be playing this bad. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Josh, what do you think about what, – what? what is the is, – is, is it Del Rio? Is it not executing? Is it we don't have enough talent on defense? Like, what is it right now? Rio, if I could tell you what was wrong with Washington's defense, I could probably get down and fix it and they'd start winning games. But – I think Del Rio has to be on the hot seat at this point. I mean, I, I mean, I, as much as I like Del Rio and his defensive mindset, something there is just not working. And uh, I, I, I really don't know. But um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would like to see Collins move up to linebacker, see how he plays. Who knows? Ch- change stuff around, bench people, but um. I, I don't know. It, it's a loaded question that I uh, I watched this game. I couldn't really pinpoint what was wrong on the defense. It just has been bad defense each and every week. And what it looks like to me is that last season, we were just an overachieving seven and nine team that took advantage of a weaker schedule, not playing top notch quarterbacks and Dak Prescott being injured because It looks like none of the success, if you want to call it that, from last season carried over because, in truth, we're just not a good football team right now. My guy Washington Red Wolves just said, this is one of the most disappointing seasons in recent memory. That's saying a lot. We look worse than last year and look even worse than the Gruden era. And that sucks to say that. And you know why it is one of the most disappointing? Because we came into the season with actual expectations, to actual growth. We expect year two of the rebuild to be we're ready to win something now and by the end of the season be at a place where we can say we're a quarterback away from being a contender. We are so far past that goddamn conversation that I don't even want to talk about anything like that. Yes, we're thin at linebacker and we're always in a soft zone, Hawk. Correct. Shout out to my guy, Big Jeff. My guy Hawk said, Collins on record saying he'll only play uh, safety. He doesn't want to be Dion Buchanan or Mark Barron. Yeah, exactly. Like, who the fuck are you to tell the coaches and dictate what position you're going to play when you're just cashing checks? You're here to cash checks right now. Like, man, there are so many issues with this team. So let's try to find even the slightest bit of positivity from today's game. 
Chase Young got a sack, y'all. Let's mm-hmm. let's give him yeah. let's give him a hand, y'all. Chase, Chase, Chase Young, man. the generational talent showed up. He made a game changing play. Did it change the game ultimately? Fuck no. But you know, he made a sack. Terry McLaurin is still Terry McLaurin, you know. If a couple of those passes would have been on time and not over his fucking head. He probably would have had a nice little gaudy stat line. Also, him and Marshawn were going at it all day. I seen someone, I think it was Hogs Haven, say Marshawn was owning Terry. You were incorrect, sir. Terry was winning all day. The quarterback either did not get him the ball or threw it in a, in a fashion that he was not able to catch it and turn up the field. Or he was late with the ball. Terry was yep. winning all day. But when you're late on the throw, it gives a lot more time to catch up and break up that play. Uh, the, yeah. I will give one positive. I think uh, DeAndre Carter has stepped up a little oh, bit, yeah. not only in the return He's game, flashed. but uh, you know, he had some nice catches on offense some jet, you know, runs to the outside. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess that was exciting. Yeah. I like number one. Oh, also I think Ricky Seals Jones did a more than commendable job stepping in for Logan Thomas today. Yeah. Just like Terry. If a couple of those passes are put in a better window, he has a good stat line and he has a touchdown. The first two possessions of the game, Heineke missed at least five open receivers and two of those plays would have resulted in a touchdown. He missed DeAndre Carter wide open on the first possession of the game. Mm-hmm. Like it looked it looked very Dwayne Haskins like and I would never compare anyone to Dwayne Haskins no. because he is the scum of the earth when it comes to quarterback play Thank that you. I've witnessed recently yes. and he may be one of the big bu- biggest busts of the last 10 years but it looked bad for Heineke today. Uh, Josh, any anybody you want to give some credit for that you saw had a good game today? Cole Holcomb came out, started the game early with that pick. Um, I feel like that gave the crowd a boost of energy. Obviously, didn't help in the end, but still, that was a very good way to start off um, a very long game. Oh, man. Tone job. What's going on? Oh, he just brought up a soul-crushing Oh, yeah, the Hail Mary. Oh, my God. Okay, so who else? Like, you knew they were going to get at least three when you got the ball back, right? (laughs) they are thousand percent gonna get some type of points out of this but when they threw up a hail mary and landon collins and company let's just call him a band landon collins and company all decided at that moment to take their cash and buy tickets to watch a football game because they stood around and watched this dude play monkey in the middle and just let him catch the touchdown in between all of them. Like, this is not Jerry Rice. This is not Megatron. Why is this guy catching a freaking, oh, my God, man. No, oh nobody my... went for the ball. Nobody on Washington jumped. Hey, nobody. Welcome, welcome to the stream, my guy, Nati from DMV Sports Zone. Join in on the misery, brother. Shout out to 1K, by the way. Welcome Appreciate to another it. misery post uh, podcast how you feeling man uh so unlike a lot of the games uh i was i wasn't able to watch the first half today i got an l set um this morning i watched the second half the first highlight that i saw this was during halftime the first highlight that i saw was of the hail mary i wanted to vomit at that moment um (laughs) glad that i did not watch that live like you guys probably it was sickening uh, bro i had to i had to step outside and just ponder my life for a second man <laughs> the defense man the defense is an abomination um last year one of the best in the league but i 
was saying throughout the offseason, we played, and I'm sure you were as well, Rio, we played against some pretty trash offenses, some pretty trash quarterbacks. This yep. defense was fluky, and I think it's Preach. showing it this year. Um, and now we got the Chiefs coming up. Like we talked about over Twitter, uh, I think a blowout is definitely, definitely pending uh, next week. So, Oh, yeah, we, we, um, we just set the over-under somewhere between 45 and 55 points for the Chiefs next week. And we got to come up to what the exact concise number is, but it's not looking good. What did you think of Taylor Heineke's play from what you saw? Um, Another point, I, I hate to be the guy who says, you know, I told you so, but another point that I mentioned I'll on get shit the reaction it. last <laughs> week was that Taylor Heineke, and I think it's been talked about enough like on social media, but Taylor Heineke throws a bunch of interceptable passes, right? So a bunch many. of passes yep. that could be intercepted. He got lucky over the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I remember I even sent on the tweet, or it was like a direct message, and I was like, you know, Taylor Heineke, this was after last week. I need to see more out of Taylor Heineke for him to be crowned the guy here in DC. And I got thrashed in that like group chat. And that's what we do. We, we form hives and factions and praise players when they should just be supporting the team. They need to cut that shit out, man. Continue. No, I definitely agree. Um, Yeah. And look, look at just this season, right? Don't even look at like what happened last season. Look at this season and Taylor Heineke's performances. Mm -hmm. The two great, well, two pretty good performances that he's had have been against <laughs> terrible defenses right mm-hmm. and the three pretty bad performances that he's had have been against okay to pretty good defenses yep. so i think that tells you the full story of the Taylor heineke experience that we're gonna have that we've had so far and that we're gonna have continuing this year now we have the chiefs coming up their defense is not good like at all uh it's not the same Kansas we can Chiefs relate defense Yes, but <laughs> the difference is their offense is arguably the best in the league. So even with their slow start to start the season. So, yeah, I, I don't think things are looking too good. Taylor Heineke, I, again, I personally thought going into the season that if he does get a chance to start, I mean, this is just going to be for this season, right? He, he's a backup. He's still a backup yep. back in my eyes. Um, And I agree with you. We need to go after a legit guy come next season. Oh, we got to. And shout out to my guy Armand for pointing out two good things, two bright spots, even though Cosme did get hurt. Cosme and St. Juice, the little bit we've seen from both of them, well, a lot of it, actually. Whenever they were on the field, they've been producing. They look like real, legit players in our long-term um, equation here. But right now, Diami, Jamin, I mean, Milne made a couple plays today, so I can't call him lost yet because he hasn't seen enough uh, field time yet to call him that. But Diami... His hands are still in preseason form. His routes aren't sharp. And right now he's just not getting it. But all third rounders are not cut from the same cloth. So we can't expect everyone to be Terry McLaurin off rip. And someone said, we, did we take a shot at Jalen Smith? We did take a shot. But he chose to go to a team that actually has a goddamn shot at winning. So he went to Green <laughs> Bay to play at Lambeau Please. Field with an all-time great quarterback. Let's see. Tone said the, the talent on offense is just needs a legit quarterback to operate it. Okay, yeah, I think a legit quarterback can definitely operate with the weapons Curtis, that we have here. Curtis, oh, stay man. healthy, though. Oh, my God. I Curtis mean. Samuel, <laughs> I, we're, I, we're, we're just waiting on the day where that season-ending IR announcement is coming because that seems like that's the trajectory we're trending on at this point. All right, I'm going to start Curse with number 10. We let the, right, let's see if my man Hawk said. He said, we let the Saints come marching in, come marching in. Oh, how we allowed the Saints run up the numbers when the Saints came marching in Washington. It's very unfortunate. That's a great, very good post, though. Shout out to you, Hawk. But 
Green Bay, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Denver coming up. What do you guys think the record in those next four games will be? I'll go first. 0-4. I don't even, I'm not even going to elaborate on it. I don't see us even beating two-glove, Teddy, pedestrian, Jag, Bridgewater. I don't see it. I don't see us winning any of these games. We may keep the Denver game close. Let's start with you, Josh. Do we win any of these games coming up? I'll, I'll still say Washington beats Denver. I'll go one and three. I like it, man. I like it. I'm, I, I just can't. I can't even fathom it right now. Why are we going to beat Denver? How are we going to beat Denver? Is like what's a, how are we going to beat and win that game, Josh? I I mean I feel like Denver um is not what's the correct term I'm looking for is not a very good above five hundred team. I feel like they could have some mistakes that Washington can capitalize on, but yet again they're secondary mm-hmm. their d line has to mm-hmm. step up but i feel like this could be an achievable win for the washington football team it's possible and i'm looking at the schedule that the carolina game maybe the raiders game not with the way cars played this year and the division is the division but we look like the worst team in it because technically we shouldn't have won any of these games <laughs> we're a darius slayton a Dexter Lawrence and a Calvin Ridley drop away from being fucking 0 and 5 right now. And the ground yeah. would be crumbling beneath us. Shout out to Awesomeness Sports. I'm pissed off too. What's up? You know what's not up? The Washington football team. We are not up right now. <laughs> what we need is a new Making the Brand episode. You got to start showing the people some updated logos, some new uniform comments. We need something to be Just excited about. Because it's not football. Yeah, no, boy, at this point, they might as well roll that motherfucker out because what do we have to be excited? I mean, we got Patrick Mahomes coming to town next week. <laughs> Goat Mahomes, Ricky, what do we have to be excited about right now, bro? I mean, that's it. That's a problem. That's when you know you're really in a slump and you're really a bad team. When you're more excited about seeing the other team come to play you, (laughs) we get to see Pat Mahomes. We get to go see Aaron Rodgers. We get to see Tom Brady. Like, that's cool. Ain't for us, though. I I see us going 0-4. I really want to say us beat Denver just because saying 0-4 just hurts my heart, and I want to see this team win. I. But I, I, 0-4, I think, is more likely than 1-3. My guy Armand said, what's up, Nati? What's up, Armand? Um, oh, what's up, Hawk, from earlier? I, so I would agree with you, typically, that Teddy Bridgewater is a Teddy pedestrian, but not this season. Um, this yeah, season, he's, he's actually he's actually looked good. The Broncos' offense mm-hmm. is much better than a lot of us thought uh, going into it. I think we're going 0-4. Um, there isn't much hope with this team right now. We keep saying if this defense gets right, if, if this defense gets right, it's not going to get right over the next three weeks. So, yeah. yep. Yeah, man. At this point, this is what the defense is, and this yeah. is the reality we have to swallow and accept. My guy Washington Red Wolf said if Ron had the balls, he'd have a fire sale. Everything other than Terry McLaurin or Jonathan Allen would be on the table. I mean, damn, are we at fire sale point? Is it that bad? I mean, we some shit, but fire sale? We the Texans? We the Houston Texans right now? God, this hurts my heart that we have to have these kind of conversations after five games. I'm out here wearing a goddamn arm sleeve. Shout out to breast cancer awareness, by the way. RIP to my Aunt Aretha and anyone 
who we've lost to breast cancer. Definitely pay attention to that. But I'm out here with a, I'm sleeved up with pink socks. Like I'm ready to check in. Shit, they might as well put us in on defense. I think I could catch eight passes for 97 yards on this defense right now. And I'm out of shape. I'll probably catch a Charlie horse if I run a slant route. And I think I could score on this defense, man. What what the hell, man? Like y'all y'all take it from me. I need a second to cool off, man. I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Let, let's talk about this. Dustin Hopkins. Do, does he have the confidence of Ron Rivera? <laughs> Fifty-three <laughs> yards, and he passes up on it to go for it on fourth down. Fourth there and is ten. No confidence in Hopkins. I'm sick of people saying he's a good kicker. He is trash. I don't care what his percentage is. I can make field goals from thirty to thirty-five yards all fucking day. But you don't Hell trust your yeah. kicker to kick a 53-yard field goal? <laughs> Go get somebody off the street and let them kick. And look, look at is. who Washington just signed. Blew it. Hopkins blew it. I already know if we put in this Blewett kid and he misses one or two, he's gonna make headlines. we're going to be circling. Oh, yeah. They're definitely going to be circling. And God damn, it's not even just one place now. It's not just on the defense. The kicker sucks. Tress Way almost got hurt. I almost had a heart attack when Tress Way got the rough and the um, punter on him because he's one of our best players. He's one of the best three players on the roster, the fucking punter. So the special teams is bad. The defense is bad. The offense wasn't great, and the quarterback play was shit today. I don't know what the coaching decisions are. I wasn't mad at Ron for going for the fourth and ten because I have no trust in Sugarfoot Hopkins, but – if Taylor makes the fucking throw on time, Terry has time to catch the ball and come down with his two feet in bound. Yes, Terry could have got his foot in still, but he has a good corner on him, and Marshawn Lattimore, and you don't have the arm to put it on a rope. You have to be able to throw a seed and have the arm to put it on a rope if you're going to be late. Only Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Prime Ben, Mahomes, Rodgers can make throws like that. And at the end of the day, your deficiencies will be on full display because mm-hmm. when you're not a franchise guy, the truth kind of tells itself because no matter how many games you've played, you know special when you see it. And yeah. Heineke really doesn't have any special to him. He's fun. He's exciting, but there's nothing special to him. Shout out to Big Jess. Hashtag fuck cancer. Cancer is the fucking worst. I agree. Chris Blewett. Yeah, that's a terrible name. And like, I, I feel like I wouldn't sign a kicker just because his last name was Blewett. But when your kicker is Dustin Hopkins, you take a chance on anybody. Someone passed along to me this week that a goalie in the MLS is looking to come over and play football. Yeah, it was my guy watching the football team on the daily. They might need to look into him too because we need a kicker. Can either of y'all kick? Can y'all kick a 40-yarder? No. (laughs) Josh, you got a kick? You got a leg on you, man? (laughs) Unfortunately not. All right, but yeah, man. What do we talk about this week? <laughs> what do we, what's the story? Are we gonna are we gonna talk about Ryan Vermillion and the fact that he's trying to be Heisenberg and be a a, a, a prescription kingpin out of Ashburn Park? What do we talk about? I'm sure something's gonna come up. It always does. Just wait till about Tuesday afternoon. We'll have a new story to talk about. <laughs> and it ain't gonna be the play on the new... field. You know who I feel for right now? Jason Wright. 
Jason Wright, because it is always my guy is such a hardworking guy. This team does not give him a fucking second to sleep. So on top of the fact that the product on the field is still bad, we can't stay out of the headlines. We can't stay out of the headline. Why do why does our fucking head trainer get our team facilities raided like we're on a fucking HBO limited series? Like what what the hell are we doing right now? Why are we not on hard knocks? Yeah, I, I don't know how we are. Good shit. Hey, if we got I'm on hard knocks, it. HBO might give us a lifetime contract to keep coming back because this team has been a television series my entire life. Like it's a little bit of everything, a little, a little bit of Sopranos, a little bit of the Game of Thrones. We got a little bit of everything and coming out of or, Washington. If or when we make, if or when we miss the playoffs, uh, we have a good chance of being on Hard Knocks next year because I think that's one of the, one of the stipulations. You gotta, you gotta be a team that just missed the playoffs. So, <laughs> my Armand said Ryan somewhere snitching on everybody right now. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to clear his name. But man, on a side note, two games ended with the score twenty five twenty two. Look at the shit that we got to talk about right now. Like, I'm trying to think, like, do we got to drop a making the brand tomorrow to have something to talk about this week? What's the story this week? What do you guys think? What's the lead this week? Is it that should we sign Cam or should Kyle Allen see the field? What's the story going into the Chiefs game next week? Or is it just pray for this team and write the eulogy for what's going to take place at FedEx Field next week? Well, um... I'll start by saying the story, in my opinion, should be uh, some first-timers or people who haven't been to a Washington game in a couple of years, like myself, will get to see a generational talent in Patrick Mahomes. Yep. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's That's the selling point. You know what? This week... The season ticket reps, my guy Joe Trzinski, Caitlin McComb, Vanessa Brown, all you ticket reps, you know what you do to promote coming to this game next week? Just put Mahomes' face on all the advertisement. Put Mahomes' face, curls and all, and just and just put highlight reels of the magic he does. Come see Mahomes, guy. Treat him like a fucking attraction at Vegas at this point. Guys, come on down to the Washington show and see Patrick Mahomes play quarterback because you will never see quarterback play of the sort wearing burgundy and gold. Just come on down and see what a real quarterback looks like, guys. That That's where we're at at the season right now. And this shit hurts my fucking soul. And we could close this out in a little bit because right now we're just basking in the misery that is another loss. We made Jameis look like Florida State Seminoles. I steal crab legs, Jameis. And who are we going to stop at this point? We just gave up 13 touchdowns to the last three quarterbacks we played. And going back, no quarterback has had a bad game versus us yet because Daniel Jones cooked us too. He looked like white Lamar Jackson versus us. What, who, do, who do we stop and how do we do it? Because we got two of the most talented – no, we got the two most talented quarterbacks in the history of the league in back-to-back weeks, Mahomes and Rodgers. Mm. How does one stop mm. them? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plain and simple, we don't. We, we pray for the best. We get on our knees and we pray. Oh, we pray man. that offense puts up enough points too. Pray oh, for a pulled hamstring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tyreek Hill. How long is Heineke's leash? Mm. 
I'd say pretty long. I don't I don't feel like unless Heineke makes an atrocious amount of uh, interceptions or bad mistakes. Uh, I don't feel like his starting job is in question quite yet. I feel like Ron Rivera it has enough confidence in Taylor to move along with Taylor for the rest of the season. But I feel like that could change if Taylor starts to make more and more mistakes. And then they start talking about, oh, uh, Kyle Allen, I'm next. Who's next man up? But I feel like a quarterback controversy is the last thing this team needs. Uh, 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 in the midst of everything else going on. But I, I feel like Ron's pretty confident in Taylor at this point in time. Yeah, probably so. So his leash is probably like, Armand said they got to give away free food to get but, fans in there next week. But I didn't say, <laughs> I, I didn't say Taylor was doing great or anything like that. I just feel like he's doing a just enough. manageable job to keep his starting job in Ron Rivera's eyes. Oh, yeah. They definitely made Jameis look like Randall Cunningham. My man said they got to give away free food to fans next week. Shit, that shit should come with a free Patrick Mahomes rookie card. And I don't know if we can really sell anything outside of Terry McLaurin, the fans right now. And speaking of Terry, my guy, Washington Red Wolves, said if McLaurin was drafted by the Chiefs and got to play with Mahomes, I don't even want to imagine what type of magic they would do together. And I upset some folks a couple weeks ago on Twitter when I said this. I do not blame Terry McLaurin or hold him uh, like against him if he decides to choose greener pastures when that contract is up. And we should probably pay him like he's the greatest receiver ever because that's the only reason you should bring back a guy that's that great and has played with 12 quarterbacks in three years. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. If you choose greener pastures, good for fucking you, Terry. Good for getting out of here. You have a chance to actually prosper in life at this point. And how does a nine, how does a seven and nine team end up with Rodgers and Mahomes in back-to-back games? They end up with those in back-to-back games when that seven and nine happens to win a division because Rain Dakota Prescott's ankle turned the opposite way. That is how that happens. Let's see. Terry's wasting his career here. Yeah, he's definitely wasting his career here. I hate to say it. And ha, ha, ha. That's how I feel about the team right now. I think we've covered all grounds for this game. I appreciate all of you guys for stopping in. Everybody in the chat for adding your input. And Josh, Ricky, Natty, in that order. Go ahead, plug your shows, your social media, tell people where they can find you, and we can go try to enjoy hopefully some good football being played because there's none playing played in Washington right now. Uh, yeah, find all my work, www.kirbyonsports.com. That's where you can find all my YouTube videos, interviews, and episodes on all streaming platforms as well. Um. Yeah, I've been doing this for three and a half, almost three and a half years now, I think. So, um, yeah, just find me uh, all one place, www.kirbyonsports.com, and you can pretty much find everything right there. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. My guy, Ricky, plug your stuff, bro. Oh, Rio, thanks. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, still fairly new to this, so, you know, I've got a podcast going on, Hail from the West Coast. Out here on the West Coast, I don't get out so many games, but I still like to share my point of view. So you can catch it on Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, also on YouTube. 
Uh, follow me on Twitter, you know, at our Bates Senior 21 underscore WFT. Yes, sir. And my guy is repping and hailing all the way from California. At least you got nice weather out there, brother. <laughs> At least you got you that got to it. fall back on. And we got my guy, Nati. My guy's doing his thing in school right now. And he's out here killing it, giving us content with his boys at DMV Sports Zone. Go ahead and plug your stuff. Recently hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Hey, Let's congratulations. Hey, Hell yeah, yeah that's a feat. I'm trying to get there in the next week or two. You will, you will for sure. Um, but yeah, Rio, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to come on, bro. Um, yeah, DMV Sports Zone everywhere, pretty much. YouTube, of course, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram, we like to have like daily, daily-ish uh, sports updates, so um, like to keep it lively over there. But yeah, again, thank you, Rio, for having me on. And at least the Bears are winning, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. That's where we're, that's where we're at right now, man. But yeah. hey. Like I always say, hey, appreciate everybody in the chat. Armand, thank you so much. He's an excellent show. Every Sunday, as soon as I can get to a computer to stream something, we're going to go live and we're going to take these losses in as a family. We're going to get some shit off our chest and air our grievances. So until next time, hell to the nameless football team. Deuces. And that's going to conclude another episode of the Rambling About Washington podcast. Please make sure you check me out on all streaming platforms, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, Pocket Cast, Breaker, wherever you can find podcasts, check out Rambling About Washington with Rio. And make sure you hit the subscribe button, like button, and comment. Let's start some discussion on my videos on YouTube at the Rambling with Rio Robinson YouTube channel. And be sure to follow me on all social media platforms as well at Rio underscore Robinson 91 and at Raw Podcast W Rio. One more time. That's Raw Podcast W Rio and Rio Robinson on Facebook. Until next time, hail to the nameless football team. Deuces.